Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in, pro wrestling fans, here on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday edition of Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition. I'm Ryan McKinnell in for Dave LaGreca. Got the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, as my co-host, tag team partner here today. And on today's podcast edition, we have a very special episode for you featuring two interviews. First, a sit-down with EVP of Impact Wrestling, Scott Demore, ahead of this weekend's Rebellion pay-per-view as... Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, looks to get back his Impact World Championship when he squares off against the one and only Moose. Also on this episode, we hear from another executive in the pro wrestling world as president and owner of All Elite Wrestling AEW. Tony Khan stops by for Tony time as he talks about the forbidden door and all things AEW. So sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. It's busted open on a false count anywhere Friday. He is an EVP over at Impact Wrestling. You know him, you love him. Scott DeMore joining us on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. Scott, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Your Thank hair you. is looking awesome this morning. Tommy, Tommy why you have earlier than hair. usual. No, yeah, I, I really like say, your hair. Say, I, I, <laughs> He's growing uh, it long. He's doing the Tommy Dreamer. He's growing it long. I'm, oh, I'm, God. I'm growing it long. I just got a haircut yesterday. Oh, well, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's eyes don't him. work well. Yeah, I was just saying, why is he putting that on you? Saying you're going to try to be the next Tommy Dreamer? Like, don't don't put that juju on Scott. Like, let with him his hair, do his own thing with his own hair, with yeah, his no, impeccable him, hair. Yeah. I'm follically yeah. challenged. Let he him. is not. Giant middle fingers to both of you as I sit here with my gray beard and my bald head. Uh, Scott Demore, listen, man, rebellion going down this weekend. There is so much good stuff to get to. Obviously, the title match when you talk about Moose and Josh Alexander. Uh, I was there that night. I live in Vegas. I was at Bound for Glory. Uh, obviously, seeing everything that transpired with that, uh, seeing the emotion behind uh, Josh Alexander winning the title, but not only winning the title, then just you know seconds later losing that title in front of his family. This has went to I, we talked. To Josh yesterday, Scott, this has went from competitive to personal. Uh, I don't want to say at the drop of the hat because there's been, you know, some lengthy time in between, but this has gotten highly personal over the last couple months. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it from everything from the emotional night, as you talked about with Josh winning the title and Moose, yeah. I mean, within the rules, but stealing it in about as crappy a way as you can, as you said, Josh's family in the ring, Josh having to protect his family. And before he has a chance to even get ready to defend himself, it's over. 
And uh, then you look at what Moose has done over the sh- on the show over the last many months and the mind games he's played and going to Josh's house and, and confronting Josh's wife, kneeling down and, and looking Josh's son eye to eye and, and you know, sending a message to Josh with that. And then, then of course, the physical attack on, on uh, Jen, on Jade Chung that uh, was in, you know, Toronto, Canada, where Josh feels at home at Battle Arts, you know, Santina Morella's place there, his, his wrestling school at a, in Josh's home promotion, Destiny Wrestling, and a nice moment with the family at the end of the night. And then here comes Moose unannounced in the ring and, and lays out Josh's wife with the spear. I mean, you know, Moose has certainly developed so much as a competitor. And it's also, you look at him, yeah. and the, you know, how he's developed as far as for somebody from the cerebral aspect is, uh, he certainly played a lot of games and we get to find out tomorrow that those games going to be successful or do they backfire on Moose tomorrow night with the world title on the line? Hey, jo- uh, Scott, uh, we had Josh on yesterday and to peel back the curtain a little bit. You're not only the boss, but your friends, uh, you're especially, you even said it, you've known Josh's wife before he even met her. You also have to see stuff that goes on. She does not work for impact. She, you know, Moose showing up at their house, all that stuff. It, it, when you get prefer unprofessional like that, but then you also got to be the guy to kind of, hey, I can't allow this stuff to happen. And I mean, it also got to the point where, I, and I remember it because I was there in when we're in Florida, where Josh shoves you down, and the whole building is like, whoa, because I mean, they put their hand on history, on an executive of a company that really is your title. And so there's a, you have a hard job to try to manage everybody, but I mean, for you personally, is this the match that you're most vested in because of all the BS? I mean, we, there was also a time where Moose called you coach. You were the, he was the one who like would always be like, Hey, that's the guy who helped me. That's the guy who helped train me. But I, you know, Moose kind of ego is above all that. So it's just, you're in a spot. Yeah. I mean, you look at it when Moose, Got into pro wrestling. It was actually um, uh, a friend and a, an athlete that I used to coach, Frank Trigg, UFC fighter, you know, and legend in many circles, Frank Trigg. I remember him calling me saying, I got a guy, he's a friend of mine, plays in the NFL. He's going to get into wrestling. I told him there's only one place he's training, and that's with you. And Moose came up to Canada. He stayed in Windsor. He stayed at my house. Uh, you know, he, he, he was at my mother's house for, for Canadian Thanksgiving one year right while well, he was up there training so I mean yeah I know him extremely well I've known Josh his, his his entire career and Tommy as you alluded to I've known I've known Jen for like she was a teenager when I met uh, Josh's wife Jen and uh you know started her off in this business too so I've been a been a part of all these three of these people's journeys and and you know they've all intersected here and I think you Pro wrestling, a lot of the times when it's when it's really kicking on all cylinders, I think it blurs line and I th- lines, and I think it has a a mix of real world and and fantasy. And you look at that, and you talk about Tommy and that night in Florida, you know, with myself and Josh in that ring was emotional. I mean, from the push that got everybody's attention, and you know, might have bruised my butt and my ego a little bit, but uh, but I mean that that was emotion. Those stories are real. Sitting with. Josh's wife and, you know, in a pizzeria in the Greek part of Toronto and having her kind of nervously telling me she's met somebody and she likes him, you know, wondering whether I was going to waste disposal, Josh Alexander, when she told me or, or what was going to happen. And, you know, and you combine the history with her, the history with Moose and then being, being on the journey with Josh where, you know, and this is a guy who lost his career, got it back, had his whole life come together with the family of his dreams and a, 
the the job of his dreams and moose has done nothing for six, the last six months to turn that into a nightmare for josh and i think that uh it's emotional i think that it's compelling and i think that uh tomorrow night at rebellion here with the you know the world title and so much emotion i, I think we've gotten wrestling when wrestling's done right and i think uh, these two will, will, will tear the house down uh, I agree. And there's a lot of, we've had a lot of callers calling before and all throughout the week, especially too, with Josh coming yep. on, there is a lot of anticipation for this, this match and this match alone, which when you're running a, a company is what you want because you want people to tune in to see, uh, you know, either the end chapter for Josh or the new beginning for Josh, whichever the, that way it folds. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, yeah. Sorry. sorry go, go ahead. Greg. Go ahead, Scott. Oh, no, I was just, I was just going to, no, I was, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, and we've got a, we've got a stacked card underneath it when you, when you, when you look at it, right. You've got the, you've got the, the knockouts world title with, with Tasha Steeles, who, you know, who's, who's came along more in the last year than Tasha Steeles. I mean, and you look at it for somebody who banged her head against every door there was year after year after year, knowing she was ready to getting an opportunity here to the run she had with Kira Hogan and, uh, you know, the fire and flavor team there and, 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 and then getting like her chance to go out on her own and becoming knockouts world champion. I mean, it's been an unbelievable story for her. And when, when you think of the knockouts division, once you get past like the Gail Kims and the, the, the awesome Kongs, you know, the, uh, the legends of legends, you know, that you get to people like Rosemary and that's an unbelievable, um, you know, knockouts world title match. And it's, it's a fresh matchup and we've, we've got that there tomorrow as well. And I'm excited to see that. I'm excited that the impact judicial system has finally allowed Taya out of prison for attempted murder on one of your best friends, Johnny Bravo, that she's been out released from her work release program out of her purgatory and prison. And she's coming back to impact wrestling to face Deanna Perrazzo for the triple A title. Yeah. Yeah. Deanna Perrazzo. I mean, what, She's just what 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 has she not done in these last couple of years since since her uh, parole or release of her own there? Uh, I think she's proven so many people wrong. I think she's become one of the the very best in in the industry, male or female. If you look at the run she's had, and uh, and you know, Ring of Honor uh, Women's World Champion, AAA Reina Dorenis, um champion there i mean she's she's had it all and now taya taya comes home tomorrow she she came and showed up at multiverse there in dallas at wrestlecon she staked her claim that she's going after that triple a title and uh tomorrow night taya valkyrie goes exactly where she was meant to be and that's back in an impact wrestling ring competing for a championship you know scott a lot of fans are talking about tony khan's announcement with that new japan pay-per-view the whole forbidden door all that stuff but You've been uh, managing this Forbidden Door stuff for, for quite some time. And, and you know, there, there's so much different minutiae working. You know, New Japan Television airs on Access Television. Tomorrow night, we're going to be seeing Ishii, Jay White, guys who work for um, New Japan. We had it with Kenny when he was the world champion. And, and thankfully, you know, then he lost it to Christian. And then Christian... Josh was the guy to bring it home for the time. There's so much working parts to all this. It's such a great time uh, for wrestling and wrestling fans. But as a guy who has to deal with the behind the scenes as well, I mean, how is it for you in the sense of like, you know, it's not so much the, the it's managing a lot of parts. So like 
I know you don't sleep much, but I mean, tell the viewers because I know I'll talk to you at like three o'clock in the morning when I'm driving home from a show. And then I get an email at eight o'clock in the morning when I'm waking up at noon. I'm like, how is this son of a bitch still awake? <laughs> well, it's, you know, I probably got a couple hours sleep in there at some point. Um, yeah, look, it, it's interesting. And I mean, I, I think coming from Tommy, you, know, you and I are old enough to, to, to just have barely caught the tail end of the days where promotions with the territories would work together. But even though they would do things together, they all kind of had their own unique like geographical territory that they that they stuck to, right? Other than the odd super show or something. And then we all lived through the era where if it wasn't on your show, it didn't exist. And the the shock and awe when Ric Flair walked out on WWF with that uh, big gold belt um, and all that stuff. And but things were so segregated. If you were in this company, that's all you did. They changed your name. They didn't acknowledge your background so often, and all those things. And and in today's world, you look at it, and I think for wrestling fans and for the industry in general, it's pretty cool. If you, if you look at it and you see the stuff where, you know, Kenny Omega and Christian Cage were Impact World Champions last year. And this past January, Mickey James, who was Impact Knockouts World Champion, came out on that giant stage of Royal Rumble wearing the Impact Knockouts World Championship, coming out to her Impact Wrestling music, her music, her song she wrote. It's really her song, but what she uses here as hardcore country, Mickey James, the character that she was never really allowed to be there, which is Tommy, you know, being her friend is the real her. You, you saw that and you've seen the, the crossover and, and the amount of stuff that we've done with, with new Japan. I mean, I remember coming back to this company after many years away and being told new Japan will never work with impact wrestling. And now I oversee the, the relaunch of their TV show and access TV. I get to, to, to negotiate through these deals. Like you said, Ishii's going to be there tomorrow. Ishii is an unbelievable, hard-hitting talent, and he's going to be facing off with Jonah. And who's, who's not excited to see those two monsters just uh, go toe-to-toe? -to -toe? And he alluded to the, the AEW New Japan Forbidden Door uh, show announcement. And who did they send it on that stage that's just a, one of the most charismatic, talented performers in the world to make sure that that segment was as compelling as it could be? They sent out Jay White. He's going to be there tomorrow night facing one of the most underrated wrestlers, I think, in the history of our industry. Underrated by fans, I think, sometimes, and journalists, but not by anyone who's been in the ring with him, Chris Saban. And uh, color me color me uh, uh, biased because, again, I mean, I, I was his coach, um, but he's just so talented, so good on every level. And then uh, it's a three-way with a guy, Steve Macklin, who, again, I think uh, – you know, got his wings clipped a little bit before coming here. And Tommy, you're part of it. We all had conversations about, you know, him coming in. And, and, and Steve is a guy who, as soon as I, you know, dove into his stuff, I was, I was like, this is a guy we want on our show. And then we worked together, you know, here to, to get him here. And, and that match is going to be unbelievable. So, you know, Hey, uh, you talk about doorways and everything else tomorrow night, you've got new Japan, you got the ring of honor, women's world champion you have a triple a title being defended i mean it, it's uh it's it's a great night for wrestling i think i'm really proud of the the, the card that we've put together i think it, the, the titles are unique and different um you know the the matchups are, are there and i think uh, i think we're really going to put on a, a show that that i put our stamp on and say this is what we do this is what we do as good as anybody in the world you entrust us with your evening to entertain us, you invest in hitting that buy button on Fight TV or on your pay-per-view provider, and we are going to reward you with a multiplier entertainment value versus what you paid for that show. 
I know you're a big uh, fan of wrestling history and, and Josh didn't know some of the history going into that venue uh, tomorrow where I was like, you know, that's where Elizabeth debuted in, in the WWE with Randy Savage. That's where Big John Studd and, and King Kong Bundy cut Andre the Giant's hair. The Steiners lost the world title to Money, Inc. There's so much wrestling history going on there. And I'm, I'm personally happy that Impact's going to make some uh, wrestling history there as well because uh you know there's not a lot of those historic wrestling venues still available and i'm happy that uh impact's going to be doing it yeah every it seems like every year we lose we lose at least one of those those historic buildings that you know have a connection to them and and and, and these type of buildings just i mean and I, I know we're not supposed to call it but the mid mid hudson <laughs> um has so much history to it and uh you feel that when you're there and I, Tommy, I know it's a place that has a lot of history for you with House of Hardcore, even in a more recent time, emotional times for you, because you've helped launch so many careers out of House of Hardcore. I mean, much like you had other place else. And, and a lot of that was you did that at the, the Mid Hudson. And uh, it's, it's a great building. It's uh, it's in an area of the, the country that we haven't had a chance to be in in a long, long time. And I'm excited to have a packed, rabid crowd there take in rebellion tomorrow night. So uh yeah, it's a it's a great building, and you know, Tommy, me, and you could sit up all night watching old wrestling, and probably pick what a lot of the built buildings and venues are that you know, the cities and venues that those matches are taking place in. And uh, you know, I I always say when, when we do what we do right in this industry, we we make memories that last a lifetime, right? We we bond, you know, parents and children and friends and and, and every type of relationship when you go through the, this comedy experience. And I think tomorrow night we're going to give more people those emotional moments that remember for their lifetime with people that they love, just, just like the, the Andre stuff, just like Miss Elizabeth debuting, you know, the people that are there tomorrow night at rebellion, you know, years later are going to remember that they're, they were the night there that, you know, Josh finally vanquished Moose or the, the night that, that Moose finally did what he said and ran Josh Alexander out once and for all, or it may be the night that, you know, one of our X division competitors, you know, we got the X division, title match there with Trey Miguel and Mike Bailey and Ace Austin. Those three crazy SOBs might do something that have those wow moments that you'll, you'll never forget. So I'm confident that our crew is ready. Everybody's worked hard. Everybody is geared up and ready to go. And uh, I think we're going to have a hell of a show and we're going to leave lasting memories with the people both in that building tomorrow night and watching around the world. Did you ever work there? Nope. You never booked me, Tommy. No, I wasn't talking. I was sure. talking about like no, because I know you would travel with. I know you would travel with WWE, so I didn't know if you booked there. Because I'm also remembering that's a great place where Ludwig Borga not only concussed a good friend of ours, Mike Bucci, but he also ripped off his gear that he's in his underwear wrestling, and is one of his most embarrassing moments of his life. Um, no, I, I never, I never wrestled uh, there. Although it's funny, you referenced the uh, the Steiners and uh, and Money Inc. My first WWF uh, uh, show was actually in Columbus, Ohio, home of Frankie Williams, Tommy. Yep. Um, and I, we were there. Face and, anybody, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> I'm still in there. <laughs> um, but it was there. The first match of the night was myself and my partner Otis Apollo were were you know scheduled to be slaughtered by the Steiners later in the night. And the first match on the on the board there is the Steiners versus Money Inc. When Money Inc. had the titles, and uh, there's a title change. First match of the night, right? And now the Steiners, who were facing in about an hour, the are the, are the, are the world tag team champions. And my partner turns to me and goes, 
we're going to be wrestling for the WWF World <laughs> Tag Team Championships. And I go, yep, still don't think we're winning, Otis. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's my Money uh, Inc. and Steiner Brothers story. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you got plenty of stories there, Scott DeBoer. And listen, man, I'm so glad you brought up. I mean, again, because you've seen it all. I mean, wrestler, trainer, but I mean, you've done every about every hat there is to wear in this business. But I'm so glad you brought up storylines and memories, and you touched on it briefly. But when you talk about impact, I think immediately to the X Division, and I think about the memories, I think about the stories, and I think about the chip on the shoulder of the talent who compete in the X Division. When you talk about Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, and Speedball, I mean, call I, I am. Expecting major things from that match because of the history, because of the talent, and because of the chip on the shoulder that always seems to be on that X Division competitor. It doesn't matter who it is, it doesn't matter who the champion is, there's that pride there and that history. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think of the X Division, you, you think of amazing matches, you think of you think of three-way matches, you know, and you yep. think of what AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, so many others. And here with Trey and Speedball. And uh, Ace, these guys are going to gonna tear it up. And, and that's a big part of Impact's history. It was built on the X Division at a time when you didn't when you didn't give smaller wrestlers a chance. Impact did at a time when women, you know, were not treated equally with respect. Impact stepped up into the knockouts and did that. We continue to do that to this day. We break down barriers company-wide and business-wide. And tomorrow night, Rebellion, amazing card top to bottom. I'm telling you. Just tune in, get there, watch it. If you don't think we gave you your money's worth, then, then hit Tommy up and he'll he'll refund your money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the what? Tommy Dreamer on Twitter. <laughs> the Tommy Dreamer on Twitter. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, and if you love football, you're gonna love my podcast, The NFL Road Show. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart. 
Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's Tony time with the owner and president of All Elite Wrestling, Tony Khan, joining us on a False Count Anywhere Friday. What's up, Tony? Hey, Ryan, a lot is up. A lot is going on, and it's a big Friday, huge rampage, and a lot happening yes, since sir. the last time I caught up with you guys. Forbidden Door coming on pay-per-view, and a lot of exciting stuff happening tonight on TNT. Let's talk about yeah. that Forbidden Door because, man, it got the wrestling world a buzz. It got <laughs> the two of us uh, a buzz, too, because we're big yes, fans and supporters of it. But um, Adam Cole basically interrupting the boss that's not a smart decision to do i'm just listen i've learned from experience not smart to do well you know there's some positives i think it puts the spotlight on one of the biggest talents in pro wrestling and somebody who's wrestled in AEW and in new japan pro wrestling uh, adam cole tonight has a huge match yep. against tomohiro ishii uh, winner qualifies for the owen hart cup foundation tournament it's going to be a huge huge match uh, and it's a first time ever match. It's a dream match for me. And I was thrilled to be able to put it together. It's, I think, a dream match for a lot of people. And it's huge that tonight on TNT, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, for the first time ever, Ishii versus Cole. And I think it's very fitting and symbolic of what this Forbidden Door is all about. The kind of huge matches the fans want to see. And tonight with really big stakes on the line, that spot in the end. And just a really good card tonight. Uh, up and down tonight on Rampage. You heard it, especially when Adam Cole said he was going to wrestle Ishii. It was just this pop. I wasn't there live, but you were, and I'm, I'm sure you heard it. I'm sure you felt it where it's like, wow, I know I'm on to something bigger. Yeah, I did definitely felt it. And I think you're absolutely right. And it is the beginning of a great journey. We've had a great partnership with New Japan, but the competition is fierce. And tonight's going to be a great night of pro wrestling on TNT for free ahead of what's going to be down the line. Really great pay-per-view at Forbidden Door. And before Forbidden Door, we have the biggest show coming up, Double or Nothing. It's going to be huge in the Owen Hart Cup. We've got a great field coming on both the women's side and the men's side. Uh, we saw Kyle O'Reilly and Jungle in a great match. I thought yeah. on Dynamite, tremendous match. Kyle O'Reilly got a Canadian now in the field and uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Samoa Joe are in. And tonight the winner of Ishii versus Adam Cole is going in. And I think it's going to be a huge match and, and a huge night on rage tonight on TNT. We had Kyle on right after, and he said how much he enjoyed uh, the match as well as how he said, this was such a great profound statement by him that he's so at home in the AEW locker room and just feels like now he's in his main event push being on, on such a program. And he's like, 
it's weird for me to say that because I'm there for so such a short time, but yet this is my home. And I was, it, it was just blown away for how much he enjoys what he's been doing already. And he was like going to have his first singles match with those ramifications really, really meant the world to him. Absolutely. Well, I, I was excited to have it. I really thought it would be a great match for the fans. And on paper to me, it was another dream match. And I think they clicked. They had so much chemistry in the tag yeah. team matches and the trios matches. We've seen Kyle O'Reilly and Jungle Boy in the ring a lot. They had real great chemistry. And I, I thought it would be a great singles match. And I think it was. And I think Kyle's not only a great tag team and trios wrestler, but a great singles wrestler. And definitely somebody to keep an eye on who could be uh, a top, top contender to win the Owen Hart Foundation Cup. Oh, Tony, when we talk about this Owen Hart Foundation Cup, um, listen, I, I'm intrigued by it because of obviously just the history of Owen Hart and what he meant to the business and what he continues to mean in the business. And then you factor in the fact, well, hey, I love tournaments, right? I'm just curious from your standpoint. You're a wrestling fan. You grew up on Owen just like I grew up on Owen. You're sitting here in this space now to not, not only continue his legacy on Tony. In some ways, you're adding to it as a pro fan. What does this mean to you to be able to book a tournament like this to be able to tell these stories and to give back to the fans this way and to do it all, you know, surrounding the Hart family and Owen Hart. It means so much to me and it means so much to work with Dr. Martha Hart to be able to present yeah. the Owen Hart Foundation Cup tournament and to do it in a way that makes her happy. And she's worked side by side with us. It was Chris Jericho uh, who first got to know her and, and connected me with her. And we put together something that benefits the foundation and the great cause that she's put together and the legacy of Owen Hart. And I think it's very fitting that tonight on Rampage, on TNT, you're going to yeah. see New Japan wrestling represented where Owen Hart was a great competitor and the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. And to see another great champion from New Japan, one of their top stars competing tonight against one of AEW's top stars, have it be a first time ever dream match. And like you said, Tommy crowd was electric when they heard that Rampage was going to have Ishii versus Cole for the first time ever. It's a huge match. And tonight, I think there's a lot of anticipation and it's just a great card. And that's starting out. They're going to, we're going to uh, do the entrances, uh, you know, uh, right ahead of the 10 o'clock Eastern and, and go right to the match, ring the bell immediately at 10 o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock central on TNT. And we'll be off to the races. It's the start of a great night of pro wrestling. And, and, and I can't think of a better way to get it started. And again, very fitting with what's to come forbidden door and and first double or nothing is going to be just such an amazing show uh, there's a lot to look forward to it was after speaking of adam cole who's wrestling tonight he had such an amazing run of matches with hangman page the world championship match at revolution the texas death match on rampage which was a classic and then uh, s several good matches along the way just the, the trios matches involving the undisputed elite you know, against the Dark Order and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Just Hangman Page, what a great world champion. And after CM Punk and Dustin Rhodes, which was another classic match and such a great way to start a great Dynamite on Wednesday, uh, I thought it was really, really cool uh, after Hangman Page uh, had such a great win in the Texas Death Match uh, for the fans to get to see the champ. Not only that, but for the champ to answer the ball. CM Punk has been doing 
the belt check, what I like to call the discount double check. <laughs> I think it's not the fans. I think a lot of people call it that. It's just when you see it, I think a lot of people who like football or watch TV, you know, know, know what is that when the gesture, right? The championship belt around the waist gesture. Uh, and yeah, CM yeah no, you, I, I know talk, Tony, Tony, I know you're an owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we are from Chicago. Originally you go bring it up that discount double check. That gives us very bad feelings when we look up to green Bay, my guy. Well, I'm that's touche and I'm not bringing up, uh, anybody's <laughs> team specifically, but the discount double check is a, the, the gesture, if you will. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's just what I like to call it. I don't know. I think a lot of people, when they see him do it, they think, Oh, it's, you know, Punk's doing the discount double check. But um, the, <laughs> that being said, he, you know, that's, he's never said that. So don't attribute that to him. Uh, and uh, he's gesturing that he thinks he should be getting a shot. And he's, he's certainly got yeah. a great resume. He's won a lot of matches his way up the top five now with all these great wins against a great series of wrestlers and another great win against somebody awesome. Dustin Rhodes was coming off a major win against Lance Archer who's a top contender, a top wrestler, who's uh, also going to be wrestling on Dynamite against Wardlow. So much happening right now in AEW. Uh, but one of the most important things in all of pro wrestling, I think, is when Hangman Page, that music played, and uh, CM Punk turned around and we saw them face-to-face. -face. I think that's a big moment, and a lot of people were talking about it, and I got very excited. Oh, how could you not? And, and you know, Right. Thanks for putting the match on with uh, CM Punk and Dustin Rhodes. And those two delivered. And those two delivered in such a big way where it was a classic. It had such a main event feel, but a classic, great wrestling match. And I know that sounds so simple, but the AEW audience appreciated that match so much. And, and the Busted Open Nation did as well. It was just such a great, pure wrestling match. Yeah, well, I, I completely agree. It was a dream match for me, and there's been a lot of those and, and more tonight, some dream matches on tap for tonight's card on Rampage, more than one, I think. And I believe that it was just a, an awesome night. The fans were tremendous, and the fans at home, I think, were really excited to see CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. It was a great pure wrestling match, and CM Punk and Dustin Rhodes both uh, – you know, absolutely brought everything they had and and for punk to pull out the win um again he's he's worked his way up the ladder and it was very cool when uh hangman came out certainly both guys have yeah. just been on amazing runs it's got the people buzzing and ryan and myself were talking about if and when that match happens we're like yeah. we can't wait to see it but uh, again i'm willing to pay my money and the biggest, the best part about most of your, your last card and AEW is I never know who's going to win or going to lose. And that's the I can't predict it. And those are the fights I want to see. I, almost to the point where I'd like to bet on it because it's I don't know what's going on. And I love it. And I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah, well, I, there is definitely a lot of great unpredictability in sports. And I think pro wrestling is a, is a great sport. And that's uh, something that you can see on AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you just, I mean, we're, we're wrestling fans, uh, you know, back in the day, it was always these dream matches that we never thought possible. You have been providing, uh, us with dream matches. We got the forbidden door. I don't want you to tell uh, us any plans or anything, but do you personally have a dream match that you would like to see? Uh, yeah, I think to be honest, we've seen a lot of them 
in the past uh, couple yes. years, and uh, there are more uh, out there for sure. I don't want to necessarily blow the pop. <laughs> you know, oh, I okay. think like you said, you know what I mean? We got a big pop for Cole He's like, I've already Nishi. booked it. He's like, I've already booked my dream match, Tommy. It's it's, it's coming in the next couple months. Yeah. Hey, there's, one, there's, a, there's some great stuff on tap for tonight on Rampage. And like you guys said, you know, unprompted, yeah. you said it, not me. There's a, it was a great reaction on Wednesday Night Dynamite when we announced Cole Brzezishi, when Cole said it himself, that he's wrestling Ishii in the Owen. Big reaction. And he also promised the Undisputed Elite we're going to come out on top. That's to be seen. I mean, Samoa Joe is in this field. It's kind of interesting. Samoa Joe, the Ring of Honor World Television Champion himself. And uh, tonight, Adam Cole and Ishii, both former Ring of Honor World Television Champions. Uh, and one of them entering the field. So there's a lot of uh, big wrestling on tap tonight. And speaking of the TBS champion, Jade Cargill, trying to extend her streak 29-0 and as a professional wrestler and somebody who's come in and I think – you know, one the most improved uh, in many people's minds in a very short time was a rookie of the year. And not only that, but like in their rookie year uh, was uh, highly, highly improved, I think, like made huge strides. And uh, I believe Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Wrestling Observer Rookie of the Year and a dominant champion and facing somebody that I think in AEW and, and before she got to AEW too, has built a, a great reputation known as the problem, Marina Shafir, who uh, this year so far in AEW has an undefeated record and is definitely going to be one of the toughest opponents Jade's faced as Jade's hoping to take her record to 30-0. and 0. And you talk to Tony, you're talking about Jade in that matchup with Shafir. And, and again, Marina undefeated this year in AEW. She really, I mean, I knew Marina from back from the Rousey days in MMA with Jessamine Duke, Marina, the four horsewomen and everything that went along with that, right? I didn't know what sort of future Marina was going to have in professional wrestling, Tony. Then I saw her work Josh, uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Then I've seen her improvement in AEW. I can't say enough good things about this woman and what the future has in store for her. Because, Tony, you know this. She's tough as all hell now she's learning the art the sport of professional wrestling in a very real way and she's into it in a very real way marina shafir living up to her namesake tony uh, as the problem absolutely and she earned the shot tonight against jade uh yep. and i'm excited to see uh that match i think it's going to be a great match on a great card tonight on friday night rampage on tnt uh very excited for the title match and also related eddie kingston versus daniel garcia and everybody is banned from ringside. I'm not even going to let those guys in the building. It's just going to be Kingston Garcia one-on-one and uh, no interference whatsoever. It's, I just want a great wrestling match. Two of the best wrestlers, Garcia and Kingston. It's it's not sports entertainment. It's going to be a wrestling match. And I'm very excited for it. It's a, It's been a great rivalry. They've traded some matches. This is what it's all about. It's heated. There's a great story going on here, I think. And it's about respect. And I really am uh, as excited as anything about Garcia versus Kingston. I agree. And an on-fire, passionate promo like Eddie always delivers uh, to lead into it on on Dynamite. How do you, because like I told you, I wasn't getting Wheeler Yuta, and now I got him. Same with Garcia. How do you spot these guys uh, early on in their career and then be like, these are people I need to invest in? Uh, what is it about like someone like a, a Garcia that you saw early on that you were like, this is a guy I want to sign to my company? 
Well, I didn't even know who he was. He was, I, long before I knew him, he, I gave money to his GoFundMe and I didn't know who those guys were. They were in a car right. crash in Buffalo. And then he, he came up and I'd heard Daniel Garcia was really good. And I didn't realize it was the same kid I, that Jericho, I think. And I think also CM Punk had donated um, to yeah. those guys when they crashed in the car. I'd sent something in and, and um, I, you know, I know the guys at Butcher and the Blade and the Buffalo guys really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't know Garcia yet. And he came and worked on Dark. So it's going to be a similar story with Yuta, but it's a little bit different. Um, so, uh, I really, uh, liked Garcia when I saw him on dark, he had a good reputation and I, I have to say I was really impressed. And when 2.0, as they were known, uh, Parker and Menard, who I referred to formerly Matt Lee and Jeff Parker, when they became available, I thought they would be really good with Garcia. I thought it would be a good pairing and a, and a good mix and a good trio and I was looking for a good trio to match up against Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, and Darby Allen in a trios match on Dynamite. And I thought they would be excellent. And they did a promo and came in and worked dark. And it, it was a great fit. And now, as sports entertainers, I think they've taken their act to another level under Jericho with yep. his leadership. And, and Jericho and Kingston, what a rivalry it's become. But now Garcia and Kingston shouldn't take a backseat to any rivalry in pro wrestling with anybody. I think uh, they've had something that goes back even before. Uh, Jericho and Kingston started their feud and even looking back to last year uh, Garcia and Kingston have been through all these wars and Garcia's come so far so when you ask me about these guys I mean it's di in different cases so both of them worked on dark but they got their different ways Yuta um, wasn't like Garcia where like kind of so, you know the people who wor work with me we have a really good staff of coaches and producers and they'll volunteer and book people for dark and and a lot of times, a lot of people, you know, along the way, the acclaimed are a good example. Red Velvet's a good one. Some other ones, uh, Will Hobbs, people who come and work on AEW Dark and, and really shine and are impressive. Um, Wheeler Yuta, I had seen in some indie matches, and I got a recommendation from two people. One of them was Orange Cassidy, who had who worked with him. And I called him on the phone and asked if he wanted to come in just based on watching a match on the phone actually watching him watching a match right. on, a, on, a, on a phone and uh he was good and uh i then he came in and uh was great and and uh i wanted to keep using him and uh he earned the spot and the, the evolution of his hard work how he progressed from his first match with john moxley to how far he came in the second match to the star making performance in the touch on rampage yep i did like you said, Tommy, I think a lot of people didn't get it. And clearly it's clicked for a lot of people. You know, when you look at the the digital traffic and, and the TV ratings for his segments, it's been tremendous. And uh, I went out and told the live crowd that night after his match with Mox, a star is born. And <laughs> I meant it. Uh, that's true. Do you have like a favorite storyline? Do you ever get to step back as a fan and watch the show you're booking and be like, man, that, that's some good shit over there? <laughs> well, there's so many great things along the way. There's been so many great matches and great things. And yeah. and so many of the things will never end. I mean, there's things that, you know, uh, I mean, two things, two world championship stories that have played out and I they'll never end and, and are layered in forever would be Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Kenny Omega yep. versus Hangman Page. Kenny Omega, Hangman and 
played out over years and Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa played out well over a year of television from beach break 2021 through St. Patrick's Day Slam 2021 and then culminating a year later at St. Patrick's Day Slam both in the main events first in the lights out match in 2021 and then of course in uh, the cage match in 2022 so and Kenny and Hangman what a great rivalry they have had and uh, again these things there's no end in sight I mean you know they could always play into the history of AEW who knows if those matches will ever happen again but but certainly they're legendary rivalries and and who's to say they won't because those are just two examples I think that I I would definitely imagine, Tony. I was just saying, I would definitely imagine somewhere down the line, those stories will continue in a very real way. And I know you'll be back next week for your regularly scheduled Tony time here on Busted Open. But for joining us on this Friday, Tony, man, thanks so much for giving us a few minutes. We know, truly, you are one of the busiest people in the world of professional wrestling, so we do appreciate it, man. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.